On this episode of the No Chill Podcast, we have a true one-of-a-kind talent. She even coined her own nickname, Destiny Lunin, a.k.a. Kai Shi, as a skill and bop as influenced by her NBA namesake, Kyrie Irving himself. Thanks to the influence of current players, blended with golden-era 90s playground creativity and new-school skill work, she is way ahead of schedule. To double down, she also subscribes to Gil's School of Thought, playing levels up to make herself even better. If that's not enough, Gil found her on Instagram without even knowing her background, and she passed his eyeball test with flying colors. Now, as she's realizing where her ability can take her, Gil is encouraging her to push limits and lock in on just what she wants to accomplish. For everyone out there, it's a basketball story you want to hear and take away from for yourself. It's the No Chill Podcast, Destiny Lunin. Remember, subscribe to every episode on the Himalaya app so you get them as soon as they drop or wherever you get your podcasts, we'll be there too. Also, be sure to subscribe to the No Chill channel on YouTube. Get both episodes as soon as they come out. The full story on the No Chill podcast. And don't forget, Mondays, 8 p.m. on Fubo, No Chill with Gilbert Arenas every week. What's up and welcome to No Chill with Gilbert Arenas. I'm Mike Botticello, right over there. Gilbert Arenas. I'm me. You're always going to be you. I'm me. And there's only one you. (laughs) And there's only one Destiny Lulon. Welcome to No Chill. Hello. How you doing? (laughs) All the way from Arizona, Phoenix to be exact. Okay. And you're here in LA. And this was, Gil, this was a long time coming. We were going back and forth. I think when we first had the idea of, of getting the next wave of talent on No Chill, Gil threw a bunch of guys at me and ladies, and you were one of those ladies. Yep. Okay. You was one of the, yeah, you was one of the first, the first ones I threw out there. Okay. So how did this, how did this connection come together? The back channel. How'd you get familiar with Destiny? Um, on Instagram. You know, you're just watching the youth talent. And I'm like, man, she's very skilled. And I was like, five, eight point or eight. What? And then, uh, you know, the more I watched, and I was like, okay, she's very talented. You know what? Well, since we're going to use, I need to go ahead and. <laughs> That's how it happens. <laughs> also, the nickname, Kai Shi. Oh, um, yeah. Kai Shi is like, all right, I'll start because, you know, my favorite basketball player is Kyrie Irving. But I'm a girl, so my dad was like, hey, let's, let's see Kai Shi. I was like, Kai Shi, I don't like that. And then, like, because I, I had to start liking it because, you know, everyone else started calling me, oh, Kaishi, you know, my dad and stuff. I'm like, but I'm I'm used to it now, so I kind of like it. But, you Kai know, she? yeah, I'm a girl, so it's Kaishi <laughs> except Kyrie. But, yeah, that's how it all came along. I mean, I get it. I don't know if that's what you picked up on. No, I get it now. Like the Kyrie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Duh, duh, I'm not. <laughs> I'm just helping y'all because, you know, just in case. Duh, you were just, yeah. he, he, sometimes you got to, like, you know, really break it down. Mm-hmm. So take us through the path so far. So you're Western Sky, middle school. Middle school, yeah. Why are you going to a middle school for eighth grade? Man, I don't know. <laughs> like, I didn't want to go to another school. I just wanted to stay at Western Sky, but, you know, parents. Is that because of friends? Um, yeah. You're just comfortable there? Yeah, basically. Is it is the, the new school you're going to a basketball school? Nope. That, the whole idea is to be comfortable <laughs> wherever you are. Yeah. So if it's not a basketball school, make it a basketball school. Yeah. But at least be comfortable there. Mm-hmm. So seventh and eighth, and then from there you have to choose high school. High school, yeah. I mean, with your skill level you have now, you know, you're going to really have to, like, 
focus yeah. on just going into every situation being a killer. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know, with your, your skill set, your talent, you know, everyone that's 13 doesn't have your skill set. Mm -hmm. So you're going to want to play down, you know, just to, just to be there instead of just mm -hmm. dominate. You know, you're going to have to learn how to just say, you know what, I know they're not on my level. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to dominate no matter what. Yeah. I, you know, because you got to remember, when you guys get to 10th grade, their skill level is going to be coming up. You want them already afraid of you. Yeah. So you want to go into the game and just say, Kai, she is going to destroy. So next time you see me, you just automatic. You half the game is already done. Yeah. They're so scared that they don't even want to come into those games. Yeah. You know, so you have to really, you want to just separate and just move forward. And for the people that don't know what's going on is you actually play above your age and you level up. Yeah. And that's a, a really important thing, right? Because that'll make you better. It's hard. Mm. You know, it's not easy. But what's your approach to, to taking on older kids, bigger kids, kids that are more experienced? Well, I've always played with, like, girls older than me. So I'm kind of really used to it right now. But, like, it's it's different. Yeah, but I, since I've, like, done it so much, it's real easy. But it's, it's interesting, I guess you could say that. But it's something that I, you know, really got into. So it's, it's all right, I guess. What's the interesting yeah. part? Like, yeah, they're bigger, older, like, stronger than you, but interesting as in, like, like you don't know what they're going to do, so you got to, like, play back and be smarter about it. So that's why I was saying it's, like, it's kind of interesting. You're 5'7"? You're yeah, 5'7", five, 5'8". Five, so when you're playing older, when you're playing with the older girls, they're not taller than you at your position, right? Kind of. Kind of, kind of not. Because some girls, like, I've been playing for, like, Texas and stuff. Mm -hmm. They're huge, tall, big point guards. Okay. But most of them... Most of them, I mean, most of them, you'll still be... Yeah. You know, about that. You know, just right now, just, you know, just challenging yourself. Mm -hmm. I mean, because you're, you're in that... <laughs> one percentile. Yeah. So, you know, it's just, you know, just challenging yourself and, you know, taking on um, challenges that you don't supposed to win. Mm. You know, so if you're going to be training, you're going to either train with freshmen, sophomore boys, yeah. you know, or you're messing with seniors or college girls. Like, you just want to, you want to throw yourself in environments at this point, environments where you don't supposed to win. Mm -hmm. You you're 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 basically fighting, you know, for survival. That's yes. that's where you wanna where you 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 you're fighting for survival. Now you have to learn that instinct, and then once you add your talent to that, mm -hmm. now you become that dog player that your dad's yeah. trying to, <laughs> trying to get out. Oh, but yeah. you know, at, at 12, 13, no one's gonna challenge, you know, five eight point guard that's that can left and right can do all the things you can do, you know, they're intimidated. Yeah. You know, so you need to say, all right, I intimidated this group. I need to go be intimidated so I can start learning, you know, mm -hmm. how to take hits better, you know what I mean? Knowing how to, when to use my Euro step, when I can pull up, because at some point you, you know, you're going to meet those challenges. And by the time you get there, you want to already be, you know, excellent at them. Yeah. Gil, what do you think about this though? That maybe you're not going to win, but it's that you were in the fight and you got yeah. some jabs in, you got some hits in, 
And that's what you hang your hat on at the end of the day. Because um, what do you do if somebody is a foot taller than you or has a 40 inch vertical? And you know, th those things you're like, I don't have that, but I'm gonna get something off of them. Mm -hmm. Destiny yeah. said it's easy. Right? <laughs> so, I mean, she's like already there. But that's the confidence, you know, that's her confidence. <laughs> she got the shy confidence. What's the hardest part though? Is it just an athleticism thing or a size thing? It's, yeah, it's basically like the size thing because young girls be huge. Like mostly like the like on the on the wings and that help is is crazy. But I try like I've been doing my push-ups and stuff, trying to do the bench bars, you know. I'm getting it, but I just need to do more of that. Too. Let me let me tell you something, they don't get any smaller. Yeah, I know. The higher you go. We gotta remember, bigger means slower. So, you know, you know, and you say they're longer on the wings. So that means when you do make moves, you have to make them faster. Yeah quicker, mm -hmm. you know? So if you're used to, you know, taking two dribbles wide to cut in, you know, now it's one dribble, now that person has to make a longer run to get to you, you know what I mean? So, you know, from there, just really thinking how fast this person is versus this person, how slow is she, is she heavy-footed, is she light on her feet, is, is she, does she like to jump and block shots, you know? Mm -hmm. That's when you start picking up all the little attributes of everyone when you're playing. You know, mm -hmm. since you are, a point guard, like I see you making passes that I wouldn't even think about trying to make. You know, like that's a non-shooter in that corner and you actually make that pass. Like you say, oh, you know what, I'm gonna go ahead and give it up to you and I'll get it back later. Me, mm-mm, mm-mm. <laughs> new, new, you can stay there all you want, baby. New, there's a reason you're open. That's, that was my, that was my, that was my mindset. But I see you, you know, you're, you pass with right and left. So, you know, it's like, as soon as you see someone up, you're, you know, you're Alonzo balling it. You, you, you're getting rid of it, you know, and that's, you know, those are all great attributes. You know, now it's just anticipating them. Yeah. You know, and um, I was talking with your pops, and, you know, he comes from the same era. Yeah. Of, you know, tough and one basketball skill work. So yes. that skill that he learned watching, because, you know, in my era, we had to, self, we were self-taught. Yeah. So we was, you know, throwing the ball out, trying to do all our little moves. We didn't have trainers. The trainers now are our generation. So we got to watch, you know, we got to watch 80s basketball, 90s, you know, the N one. So we got to pick up on all these little things, and that's what's that's what's fast forwarding you guys now. Like, yeah. so you guys are way more skilled at your age than we were. You know, there was, I mean, it's just it's 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 night and day. Mm -hmm. You know, so you guys, you know, so it's. Listening to your pops, you gotta listen to your pops, because trust me, I, he has, he has, he's from that era that has that golden basketball nugget. Mm -hmm. You know, so even though you're like, man, I don't wanna listen to it today, you Tell still. Tell about yeah, you, yeah. My kids are the same way, trust me. Like, I gotta show them highlights. He come with the highlights again. <laughs> <laughs> he come with the highlights again. So I had to, I had to, I had to, I told my son, I said, listen, if you wanna be a great shooter, I said, you want to be a great shooter? You have to take two, three hundred shots a day, mate. And he said, ah, oh, nobody doing all that. I said, all right. So I hit Steph Curry, <laughs> I hit Dame Lillard, and then I hit uh, Kevin Durant. I said, how many shots do you guys take a day? And then said, those guys, are they t attempts one three. thing, it's makes too. So I yeah, could take you know, 700 you know, shots like a day. You know, like Dame, if I have a big game, you know, I'm in the 750s. You know, he said, if, you know, in the summer, 700, 800 makes a day. You know, during the season, just to, to maintain two. But like 
300 shots, that might be hour and a half. 300 makes. Yeah. You don't leave till it's done. There's no clock on that. Mm. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> I don't mean to, you know. I know. You, where are you, you going to go? Yeah, back in the good. day, maybe, you know, it took 30 minutes for, you know, white culture. I'm talking to just the, I'm talking about I'm now. I'm talking just attempts. Okay, if you have a shooting machine, you put it on two seconds, you can get by 100 shots in about four and a half minutes. So, yeah. Wait, 100 shots in four and a half minutes? Yeah, it'll spit out 100 shots in about four okay. and a half minutes. Okay. You're talking so, off a shooting machine. Off a shooting machine. So, you know, you can do 1,000 shots in less than, less than 45 minutes. You know what I mean? So, you know, that's the, but that's the advantage. Mm -hmm. that, that, that's the advantage that, you know, the kids have today. Yeah, but let's say you don't have a shooting machine. You don't have a rebounder. It's just on you. No matter what, whatever your resources are, it's attempts versus it, mates. You, you got to understand this too. You have training and then you just have regular shooting. Mm -hmm. You know, so when we say 200, 300 shots a day, that has nothing to do with what you did during your training. Yeah. So if you're training on moves and doing all that, that has nothing to do with those shots. When we say 300, 200 makes, that's like you're really dialing in. Like, you know, I really want to work on my pull-up. So you're doing that same one move a hundred times. Mm -hmm. You know, even if it's the, you know, fake shot, fake it with the shot. Like, you're doing that a hundred, two hundred times. You know, so like, you know, when you start getting to that next level, you're going to start understanding that you have to isolate your moves, mm -hmm. you know, individually. Like, so like if you're working on, you know, your step back. Like I see as a lefty, when you go right, you don't, you don't do the natural step back. Yeah. Like you want to step back and hezzy and go back, you know, but your bread and butter will be when you're driving hard and boom, step back for your jumper. Because as a right, right-handed person, once this shoulder, once you're going and this shoulder turns, I'm out of your sight. And that's when you step back. That's what James Harden, as soon as he, boom, he's going to go every single time. Because as soon as I have to, I have to cross these hips over, you know, to, 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 to take you to your right. Yeah. You know, so, you know, just learning just little tricks in the trade, picking them up. Mm -hmm. And then just perfecting it. Just, you know, just, you can just sit there and just drive away. Just, pop. Just pop. Just working. Visualize. Yeah, just working on the footstep. So, so Destin, we talked about it a bit of getting shots up, but take us through your routine now. My routine now, I, I, I just started to, like, get, like, 200, 300, 400 shots up. How long does that take you? Probably like an hour and a half. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. You have a shooting machine. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's, that's one you know, thing. I'm cheating. That's one thing. There we go. <laughs> I'm cheating. Mm. My math. Right on. Well, yeah, okay. but I just so about started an hour and a half getting yeah. your, your shots up. Go ahead. Mm. And then, like, I do. I go, like, around the key, and I do, like, 20 shots, mid-range, out-range, like, three-pointers and stuff. And then, but on just training, you know, just shots, you know, what he's saying is boo-boo. Hold on and stuff like that, but I don't. I need to start like working on like. But you're saying like, like go between legs, go pull up. I just stand, stand and shoot, stand and shoot, just consecutively. Yeah, that basically was what mechanics, muscle memory, yeah, um, reps. But to get creative, that's mm -hmm. a whole nother game, and that's really your game is creative. It's mm -hmm. shaky, bakey. It's shifty. It's you know herky jerky. All those things. Mm -hmm. What are you focused on now that you really want to get better at specifically? 
I want to get better on my pull-ups. Like, off the dribble pull-ups, I need to get better on those. Because, like, most of them, most of them, they feel, like, awkward me because I haven't done them in, like, like, I haven't, I need to start, like, getting my eye on that because I know I'm going to be getting them a lot. Like, when I'm playing with, like, Cal Sparks and stuff, I'm going to be getting them a lot. So I just need to start working on that, like, consecutively so I can, man, I'm going to be so good. So for you, for your pull-up, because you're lefty, it's mm -hmm. right-handed. Yeah. So, you know, your pull-up is going to be when you're going right and you're pulling up. It's, it's, it's just an easier rhythm. So for, you know, for right-handers, when the ball is in our left, that's when, because that's when we get, you, you get all shifty. of this to pull up. So here you're getting all your shifty, um, but that's where pulling up, pulling up step back, you know, mm. you working on that. You know, harder, like I, I see the left-handed guys, like harder to go left, mm. but his step back is harder because you got to remember, if I'm going left and I step back, I got to now twist, twist my, my shoulder. When you're stuff. when you when you're going this way, you're you're already lined yeah, up. Yeah, you're already lined up. Mm -hmm. So from there, it's just it's just doing it. Yeah. You know, just realizing where that person is and realizing that you got to remember you're the offense. So you know when you're pulling up, you know where you're the spot you're looking for. So all you're doing is just going, all right, and then pull up. Mm. You know, and you just work on it. You work on it with a body riding you and you just work on just pulling up. It's just letting your mind just get used to it because once you know how to shoot, everything else becomes easier. Yeah. You just now you're just letting your 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 body just understand these different type of moves. When I'm leaning, how much spin to put on it versus, you know, once you start it, once you start, you know, getting into mm. movements, because you can shoot, it becomes easier. Yeah. Two things I want to get in there, uh, and I want people to get a chance to break out their notebook. Uh, essential things on the pull-up. First of all, the mechanics. So if you're talking about your dominant hand, you're using your offhand, why that's more effective with your offhand, let's say, is because it starts with your feet. So it's that plant foot gets down first, right? And then the ball's coming up with your guide hand, not your dominant hand. Is that why it's more fluid and easy? You look at a guy like, like a you know, Williams, funny. Dame, or something. I'm like not that. even going to lie, because I'm pretty sure she's zoned out too um, and didn't... You just sounded like one of those dudes on like the little where you pay the membership and he's just talking and you're like, wait, what? What did you just say? Like, I, I nerded out on you. Yeah. Nerded out on you. Did right. you? Like, were you paying attention? I was, I was trying to. Yeah, I was trying to pay attention to it. Just went straight robotic. Okay, I was looking for something really profound from you, but I'm talking about the mechanics of the pull-up. Why it's more effective with your less dominant hand? Oh, okay. Um, Does that help? Yeah. Okay. And I'm starting from the floor up. Okay, I just, you just sounded like one of those brochures and just like, and I'm just waiting for $9.99. If you subscribe, you can learn more about it. And, and I just thought that's what, what we were doing. That was pretty detailed. Um, it's easier because it's, because if I'm dribbling with my right, you know, the ball, you know, I can't, I can't line up. Now, I, now I'm playing with the ball to get the seams in. You know, so when you're dribbling with your shooting hand, you're trying to fill the seams, get it so you can shoot. Mm -hmm. When it's with your left hand, you don't have to worry about that. All you have to do is just bring your, bring the ball to this hand or bring your hand to this hand. So you can do all the movement here, and that's why, you know, your your off hand becomes the play the play hand. That's where you get all your little hezzies from. You know, that's why when you go right and you hit him with yeah. the hezzy, yeah, 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 because yeah. you know hezzy. Now I can go back and play with my left. Mm. There we go. 
That's the answer I was looking for. Yeah. yeah I, okay, number two, why it's so effective to have a pull-up in your game, you know, where you can go from the three, catch and shoot, you know, from distance, and or second, right to the basket. You add that pull-up, it's another dimension. Why is that so effective? Okay, so in, you know, in the 90s, 80s, early 2000s, you know, the mid-range was very important, right? And then it seemed like now it's the three or a layup. Well, think about a defensive player, right? When he's guarding you, if you don't have the three, what is he thinking? You're going all the way to make to the basket. Yeah. So he's gonna dedicate his whole body of trying to stop you from going to the basket. That's when you that's when the pull-up game is beneficial. That you like it's like that's what I said, like James Harden just switches or any player just switches and throw in some mid-range, it actually tricks the defense because they're so we're gonna overguard you at the three, and then or we're gonna really play you for the, the layup. There's no there's no in-between, so if, if I don't shoot a three and I'm getting ready to drive and you're just trying to beat me there, I'm just going to stop. I don't, I don't, what I need to go all the way there for? You done gave me a free, free shot right here. Yep. And that's what makes Kyrie, if you look at Kyrie's game, his layup package is phenomenal. Mm. But you can see when he's pulling up, if he don't pull up for the three, he's, he's getting in that mid-range area. One, two, fade away here. He's going, he's going He's gonna get his package off. Yeah. You know that that the, the mid range is still so important because it's an unguarded it's, it's unguarded territory. Mm. All right, I'm not gonna be I'm I'm gonna be a nerd for right now. We know I'm not a nerd, but nerds will tell you that the I mean, come on, what are you rolling your eyes at? I'm the better <laughs> dressed one here. He wears socks and ankle socks and flip flops. Um, anyhow, mm-hmm. uh, um, nerds will tell you the layup is the higher percentage shot, the three pointer more valuable so if you become effective at the three-point shot that's why those are so dominant right now so the mid-range less high percentage what's your answer to the nerds so the, the nerds who've never played basketball say they're just looking at the numbers. layups is they're a, just looking at they numbers. Say the layups is the high percentage shot and the three is worth more worth more three points yes yeah, worth more right so if you're hitting at a 40 percent clip if you're hitting at a 40% clip, that's four players. Four players in it, so they're doing their stats off four players, and then they're doing their layup stat, stats off of dunkers. You see how? If I give you 10 how? layups, how many layups yeah. are you gonna make? You gonna make off? 10, yeah. yeah. But the point is, back to the mid-range in the pull-up. But I mean, the mid-range, what I'm saying is, this, this is why you don't allow um, nerds. <laughs> into basketball if they've never played. Like, yes, the three is worth more. It's worth three, <laughs> okay? It's worth, it's worth three. The closer you get, obviously, it's easier. Well, if you're not Steph Curry, Klay Thompson, yeah. Kevin Durant, you know, these guys, and you, you, let's say I give Rondo 43s. I mean, do you think his percentage is gonna be great? No. He's not a three-point shooter, you know? So he should be working on his mid-range, you know? So having a three-point, this little gauge everyone's doing, and it's off of four or five players in the NBA, but you having the whole league do it, it becomes dumb. Like, I actually watched the game. I was watching New York Knicks versus Charlotte Bobcats. No, 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 no. 
last season. Charlotte this Hornets. season. Charlotte, Charlotte they Hornets. changed your name. Charlotte, I'm, I, you know, terrible is terrible. So <laughs> they I'm, gotta earn I'm watching them, and they took 27 threes in the first quarter, half. They were four for 27. That's less than 40%. I'm not a math guy. No, I'm just saying, so as a, as a, as a coach, when do you say, yo, hey, Back no off. more. Just <laughs> don't do that no more. <laughs> don't shoot that. No. You, you do not shoot them shots, but that's the, that's it. You can't get into the mindset of, you know, what everyone else is doing. You, you have to stick to what you do, what your strengths are. And then what your what your weaknesses are, you just clean them up over the years. Mm. You know, it ain't one of those things where you need to clean up all your mistakes now. Yeah. You go crazy. You know, it's just, you know, if you if you can't, you know, jump off the same leg going right this year, that means at the end of the year, the summer, work on that. So you just added that to the game. It's just it's just adding new jewels to your game. Mm. So, Destiny, for you right now, what is the one thing you want to work on? Obviously, there's a lot that you could focus on, but yeah. drill it down to one thing specifically. I was, I was saying, mm, my shot. I want to work on my shot a lot because it's beginning better, like over the, you know, training, like shooting and stuff. But I just really want to get that high percentage of every time I get it, I have a wide open but I can make it. Not know, oh, I don't know if I could. Uh, let me do it anyway. I, like, I want to actually know I can make that shot, except get some second place myself. What do we call that, Gil? Confidence. Mm-hmm. How many shots are you shooting right now? Uh, like three, three, four hundred. Of uh, pull-ups, threes. Of uh, just like. Or just all, all together. Like. If I'm at the gym, like mid-range and threes, but if I'm at my house, I don't have that much space. I'll, like, right up against the basket. Basically. Okay, okay. Uh, okay, so what you want to do with that is, because you don't have the space, remember, sp space here doesn't mean there's no space here. Mm -hmm. So, right, so, like, let's say this is my backyard and I can only, that's the rim, and I can only shoot this far. Yeah. Well, if I lay on the floor, that ceiling is higher than this. Mm. So what I used to do um, in my room is at night, I just lay, lay on the floor and I'm just, I'll just shoot. Mm -hmm. I'll just shoot, you know, you can, so your arm gets tired. I mean, your arm would be fatigued more doing that because it's, it's coming faster, you know. Yeah. You know, you know, so I'll, like, the further you throw it, you know, like, so if you're in your back backyard, you got unlimited sky. Mm -hmm. So now you're working on the strength of your wrists, shots, you know, so, you know, you can, you can gauge what a three-pointer is when you're shooting it, mm -hmm. and it's just getting shot attempts up, and you can do it that way. That's the... Old school, yeah. <laughs> old school when yeah. it's raining outside and your parents won't let you outside because it's lightning. So you got to sit in the room and you know and take two, three hundred, four hundred just air shots. Mm -hmm. You know it's it's the same. Yeah, it's, trust me, it's the same. You, 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 it's the same. If you sat in a if you sat in the house and shot that four or five hundred a day and then went to the gym, you'd be on fire. Mm. You know, just you know, just trying to realize how to get better. You know, that's that's all it really is. You know, just getting better at your your weaknesses, 
and then challenging yourself all the time. That's, you know, if, if you ever watched the, the Jordan documentary, the Bulls, I know we call it the- Last Dance. The, we call it the, 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 the last dance of the Bulls, but it was the Jordan documentary. <laughs> yeah. If you, if you notice the biggest key into that documentary is as the best player in the world, God, to mm -hmm. everyone who grew up in those, that era, he always challenged himself. Like, I don't care who you was, he always made it personal so he can, he can, he can get up for that game. Mm -hmm. You know, no matter what the comment, he, he'll read a comment just to make it sound bad. You know, and, you, and, and that, was just, that was just him. You're just trying to find ways to, oh, she looked at me wrong? Oh, she thinks she can stop me. You know, it's one of, you know, you might have, you're gonna have to do that. Oh, she, what's she looking at? Oh, she thinks she can, you, you can stop me? And you know, just to get your mind to go. You know, mm -hmm. I don't care if this team is 0-16. Maybe they said they were gonna stop you that day and get their first win against you and you have to, you know, play into that. You know, I remember uh, like on Instagram they have it. It was um, Kobe in high school. It was a championship game. And when they were saying that, uh, oh yeah, we, 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 got a, we got a game plan for Kobe. And he smirked, yeah, right, we'll see. Oh, I saw <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, yeah, I saw yeah. that. And then he's sitting on the bench like the last yeah. eight minutes as they blowing him out. Uh -huh. <laughs> you know, it's just, you know, just learning how to just, just self-ignite, mm. you know? Because when you know you play the number one, you know, number one team in the country and all of this, number two, you're gonna automatically get hyped for those. It's just getting yourself hyped when it really doesn't matter to your talent. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're 0-16, they're in last place. You know, this game doesn't mean anything. You know, you know, like in AAU, like the first two days, that Saturday really don't mean nothing. Mm -hmm. You still, that's when you're supposed to, like, that's when you're supposed to dominate, dominate. And mm -hmm. let them, to let them know, like, hey, no, this is what, this is what you're getting, you know? Mm -hmm. Talk about how you're working on things, what you're working on with things. Who are you studying when you work on these? Uh, yeah, I'm studying, uh, like, I don't, you know, I don't really watch basketball like that no more because, you know, COVID. Not much on, right? <laughs> like, man. But I would, I would uh, watch, uh, obviously, Kyrie. And then uh, Damian Lillard. I love Damian Lillard. And then um, I would also watch, I would watch Kawhi. Yeah, I love his game. And just, just the people who like are dominant, like dominant, those dominant players. But I, would, I, would, I love watching them. And what are you taking away when you see, what are you observing when you watch them play? Um, I observe like their patience. Cause I sometimes have like, you know, going always fast. I mean, fast and stop, don't wait, then go fast again. I, I look out their, their patience and stuff, so. That's an interesting thing. I'm gonna throw another yeah, guy at man, you. That's, that that's guy in your back, backyard that's perfect at that, Devin Booker. Mm. Okay, Devin's just slow, so that's just his pace. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, that's just his that's just his pace. That's just there's no there's no speed up for that's just his pace. It just But he uses that, all right? He uses that as a weapon, okay? Who Give you should, some credit. Who you should look at just learning because you gotta remember left-handed players versus right-handed players. Are really totally different. Mm -hmm. Like you guys have advantages that we can never guard because, you know, we're taught from our little push everyone to their weak hand. So in our minds, dominant right, we're pushing everyone to your left. Mm -hmm. So because we have so taught to always play D like this, 
Yeah. You know what I mean? We've never learned how to be dominant going this way on defense and pushes and slides. So you have to understand that too. Mm-hmm. That, you know, like they're not used to certain movements. So watch someone like Ginobili. Mm-hmm. You know, because he wasn't a point guard, but he was so skilled and crafty at his footwork. Yeah. So how he maneuvered through the lane and then, you know, since you're going to be going to eighth grade and you got to go high school, then you know, the next level college zones. You're going to be, it's, it's not yeah. like, that's why I said, it's not like we can just take your talent and say, all right, guard her one-on-one. You know, no one's going to be able to guard you one-on-one. Mm-hmm. You know, so now you got two, you got two threes. You yeah. know, so you got, you know, so when you have to slow the game down and put it in half court, you have to really, like, change, change your, your motor. Mm-hmm. So you have to watch someone like, like him, you know, see his movement, see when he got the lane, his jab, pump fake combinations, how he moved, and that'll help you out a lot. Yeah. And maybe there's not games on at the moment, but you have YouTube. Yeah. You can watch old well, we, didn't have, we didn't have that. But I got one for you. <laughs> we didn't have old that. school, and he's got stuff. I'm, I'm trying to think of lefty point guards, um, really effective, really creative, Kenny Anderson. Well, not really vertical, but change well, that, direction. It might be outdated. Why is that? Just, I mean, you know, even though he's a New York guard and he was all he was already, but you know, now you guys are jumping off same. You know, you guys, you guys have so many different tools that or un, the unorthodox style. You know, um, it's kind of hard to look that far back. You know, with Ginobili, you can look because he he's the one who started the the Euro stepping and all that awkward movement coming in. Mm-hmm. So it's it's kind of hard to look at 2000, 2000, from 2004 to the 90s. It's hard to look at that, that group of players to really dial in and really say, all right, let me pick this out of their, their, their game. You know, so just, you know, who, who's lefty in the, in, the, in the league right now? It's, it's tough. I'm trying to think of him. Another guy. Oh, I got one. Brandon Jennings. He was just he was just a shooter. Score, uh, score. He, he scored. He was a bucket getter. Uh, I'm trying to think of what made him so effective besides his speed. Right, really was speed. like I think he had the fake stuff too. He had kind of like the the Rondo behind the back ball fake, yeah, inside out. Aggression. Right. It's aggressive. Aggression. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's aggression. Like when you go into games now, just remember someone's after you. Yeah. You know what I mean? So when you go into games, you know, set yourself so set yourself goals. Mm-hmm. You know, you gotta remember it's about it's about it's about getting better as an individual, as a team too, you know, but it's individually getting better. Yeah. So you're gonna have to set yourself challenges. I don't care if it's, you know, I'm trying to score 20 in the first quarter with five assists and seven rebounds. You you put you gotta put that out there so mentally you're in the game all the time. So, yeah. like, I know people hated Westbrook for stat chasing, but no one can say he didn't play hard 82 games. Because you got to remember, if he has this board that he's chasing, that means every rebound that's up, you know he's going after it. I mm-hmm. mean, you know, you, that's what you want to put the impact inside the game. Like, you want to dominate every, you know, if you four steals a game, like, you really have to just challenge yourself. Yeah. And just before the game... Look, are they weak? Okay, let me go. 
I'm going to do 40, 10, 10, seven steals, four blocks. Oh. And then you just, you chase you, you. Chase you. Mm. And I mean, you got to chase, you chasing yourself, yeah. your higher self. You know, you you have to make, you know, Kai Shi just this, you chase, you're just chasing, you're chasing you. You can't, don't worry about whatever girl that's ranked in front of you. Don't worry about a ninth grade or 10th. No, you Kai Shi and you make Kai Shi this uncatchable person. And you're just out there just thriving off of the stats you put before. Make them chase wow. you. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so also, <laughs> here, here you are in L.A. coming from Arizona. Where has basketball taken you so far? Taken me everywhere. Like I said, Texas, Indiana, South Carolina. Like, the opportunities are, like, out of this world. It's, it's crazy that I'm going to these many places just to play basketball. Like I'm like when I go when I go up, I man, I want to go to like Italy, stuff like that. I'm gonna go everywhere. But hopefully, I can go more places and keep balling out. Apparently. And the thing is, when you get there, take something away. Like, all right, I brought Kai Shi mm. to Texas. All right, when I'm in Texas, I'm gonna take. You measure yourself against the talent, yeah. obviously, but also you just want to see what they're doing. Take that home with you because that's the other thing. Where you're playing now in school, they're not getting those opportunities that you're getting. Yeah. Like, uh, like all those places by, in, by the seventh grade. <laughs> I think I only went to Vegas my whole, <laughs> my whole high school in Vegas. That that's was a, it. That's a car trip. <laughs> that, was, that was that was my AAU trip, Vegas. That was it. Back then, AAU, that was it. That was as good as my team, Vegas Bigfoot. That was oh, it. Yeah. You see how fortunate you guys are now? That's crazy. You don't know how it used to be, how hard it was. And you talked, Gil, about skill. Players are more skilled nowadays because also you're exposed to and introduced to skill mm -hmm. from all over. The world's a smaller place now. Yeah. Yeah, you got, you, know, you, you, you guys... It's easier for you guys to scout and see what's coming. Mm -hmm. um, versus when, you know, I was growing up, uh, we didn't have, you know, we didn't have tape. You know, we can't just go on Facebook, Instagram and say, okay, okay, they can do this, this, this. Nah, it's just when you showed up, you'd be like, he averages what? 30 what? Oh, hey, and, you, and you're judging off of what you see. Yeah. You don't really, you know, so, so someone, you know, sitting there looking goofy, you're really judging him off of what you see. So it was one of those, it was one of those mind trick games. Mm -hmm. Dress all goofy and let them look at you, and you're sitting there like, you yeah. know, reading books and stuff, like, oh, he's soft, and they go out there and give him 50. You know, now you already know what you're getting. You know what I mean? So, you know, that's that's you get to measure yourself. You can see, okay, oh, they're training on that. All right, let me go ahead and sneak this. Because I do the same thing, I watch. I didn't think of that one. Let me go ahead and write it. And then I done stole half y'all stuff. Y'all got the ball with the bounce it between the legs, catch it. I'm like, I didn't think of that one. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, I stole a lot from you, Dad. I'm not even gonna lie. Like, yo, not even, not even gonna lie. Are y'all sitting there doing moves? Like, I sent something to my son. You see what she doing? Yep. Mm hmm. <laughs> not even gonna lie. You get, the, you, get the, you get the see stuff. That's what I said. You get the. You know, imagine, imagine if the world was, you didn't have Instagram and you didn't know who was who. You didn't know what was, that's how we had to learn basketball. Dang. So now that you got information, you really get to absorb it though. 
Yeah. That's why I said you guys, you guys, the skill levels are so, so far beyond what we were doing. And, you know, it just, it's just now just tracking it and just going and just taking these big leaps. I mean, you take them big leaps. I mean, if you, if there's, what you got, well, you know, I mean, we're probably going to miss, what, AAU this year, right? You know, going to miss AAU, like, right before you go to high school, probably just get an all-boys team. Mm-hmm. You know, and just, you know, just just work and just see what can work against them. Because remember, if it can work against a boy, girls don't have no chance. Yeah. You know what I mean? You gotta remember, it's it's like it's like it's like a race car. Race against the fastest cars, trying to keep up and learning your skill against them, to be dumped against someone who's not even close. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So if you're playing against boys and learning, they jumping over you, and you got to try to sit there and box these guys out and, you know, do all these pump fakes. When you go back to just girl basketball, your skill level just exceeded because they can't do none of the stuff that you were training against. You know, so yeah. you were going against all these high-level cars trying to keep up. He's going back door. I got to stop this. I got to get this steal. But these girls don't move fast like that. So it becomes so much easier. Yeah. You know, but that's what I'm saying, that when you start moving... And you just got to understand the process and just, just try to grab as much space as, as possible. Mm. With that in mind, what are some of your goals for just right now? For right now, man, I'm trying to get looked at the top colleges for right now. That's like one of my first goals. So I'm trying to get looked up and then like when so on and so on, I'm going to try to hopefully D1. I want to get offers by D1 Did in my eighth grade hopefully D1? Yes. Wait. Wait. It's the way you said it. Five, you're five, eight point guard. Okay. <laughs> five, eight point guard. You're going to pick any college you want to go to if you want to go that route. That's, <laughs> that's, that's, that, that's the easy part. <laughs> that is the easy part. That is, that's, that's the easy part. That's, I, I just don't like college. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I wish I wish they just open up because I think I think the rule is you have to graduate from college. Playing WNBA. Yeah, you have to graduate, right? Pretty sure. That is so. It 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 it, it really hurts. It really hurts because it's like like right now you're saying I want to go to college when you got. High school kids, I'm going straight to the NBA or I'm going overseas and, mm -hmm. you know, to develop. Like, if I'm trying to develop your skill as to be the best, yeah. you know, you know, I think college becomes a roadblock. It, handicap, it handicaps how far you can go. So, you know, like, because you have to graduate, which is the bad part, because if, if you don't have to graduate, then it's like, all right, well, we're going to take two paths to go to college. Or you can go, let's go overseas and play with women overseas. Because you're going to remember, you go overseas, you're playing against the same WNBA girls, not college girls. So you're going to be playing against the same WNBA girls, learning it faster. Yeah. And then you waste four years there and then jump into the NBA, the, the, the WNBA. What ends up happening is you're going to be four years experienced playing with them in overseas. When you finally enter the draft, you're not a rookie. You're, you're technically an all-star. So you're coming into your rookie year as an all-star 
because you done seen what these girls did. So now your rookie season, you're an all-star player. Now you look what kind of records you're breaking. Boom, 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 boom. That's why I said it's not, there's this handicap, this block, this. An example of that, what you're talking about, Luca. He was playing pro at 15, 16, mm -hmm. and he came into the draft and he was just, he had that leg up on everybody. Yeah, you, you do. What, what, what is the, the, the girl who got number one? Who got drafted number uh, one? Inieska, Sabrina Inieska. Who? Sabrina Inieska. Did you know who that was? Oh. Yep, exactly. Um, Look well, her junior year, was she ranked number, was she good? At Oregon? Sorry, the year. I'm, I'm, okay, so I'm pretty sure as a freshman, she was just as good. That's, that's my only problem. It's like, okay, let's say you are the number one player as a freshman, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, you, the sophomore number one player, junior number one, like, who, who's making you better? You know what I mean? If you're the number one player, no one's making, no one's, no one's skilling you up. You have no room, you know? So mm -hmm. I just think, I, I just, I would like, the rules that change to give it a more, a bigger playing field because when records are being broken, people are coming to see it. Money's being made. You know, it's. All right. You have something in your pocket. We're going to break it out. It's time for Ask Agent Zero. You ain't ready for this. I'm not ready for it. <laughs> there's, a, there's a lot of things you can get into, a lot of things you could, you could want to <clears throat> test you with or ask you, so we narrowed it down. Who crossed you the worst? Mmm. Oh. <laughs> I, you gave you dirty. <laughs> and there is video evidence of this. So There's video you, evidence? You can't hide. Okay. Um, cross. <laughs> Yank him. Yank him. <laughs> okay, well, this wasn't a crossover, but he made me fall with it. Ooh. Um, Williams. Uh, Marcus Al Williams? No, Alvin Williams. Alvin Williams. From Toronto? Mm hmm Okay, so his name is Alvin Williams, Toronto. He's about 6'5". And to this day, it's the dumbest move that you can possibly do because <laughs> it was pointless. Mm -hmm. So I'm guarding him on the wing, and he, he it's jab. So he, <laughs> so he's on his left pivot. So he jabs here, here, here. <laughs> right? Think about what I'm saying. Like it wasn't like jab. It was just like this here, here, here. And I'm like, what? And just, <laughs> and just fell. Just, just drop. But I'm sitting here trying to like grab this, just try to grab this foot because I don't know what it was. <laughs> It was just so, it was just so <laughs> random and awkward. He gave you every fake. Yeah, every, it was every just, direction. The, but it was just the way he faked. I'm like, what is that? And just dropped. Um, he didn't even move. I know, that's why I said he didn't move. He just, uh, 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 and just, Mulberry. Man, I'm going on YouTube. I'm going to watch Mulberry that. Got, Mulberry had that, just that gorilla cross, that hard cross. Yeah, it was that, 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 that dribble right. That, it was the John Wall. Mm. There's that, you know, right and boom, you know, and just, just go hard. And it was just every single time, just, you know, but back then, back then, the moves wasn't, like people, feel like if you, if you made people fall, mm -hmm. 
you were really, you was a really skilled dribbler. Yeah. You know, so you're talking about Marbury, you're talking about at that time, like somebody like Jamal Tinsley. Um, then you had Steve Francis, you know. Um, mm -hmm. You know, like somebody like who was a great dribbler, like somebody like Jim Steve Dunn. Nash ain't making you fall. Yeah. You know, there's nothing he's gonna do trigger. He just was a great dribbler. You know, now everyone has moves. So, you know, like, so back then, you know, you heard of Sham God. Mm. Okay, so Sham's God move was like, you had to be like this wizard to, to, to do it. And you had to be crazy to even try it in a game where you was getting yanked. You know mm. what I mean? So when somebody got you with the move because you rarely seen it, you got got. You know, so I've never had anyone actually try it on me. So that's how rare the move was then. It's like, if you wasn't sham God, you didn't belong doing it. And then you had like somebody like Rafer Austin, who was a great dribbler, but his moves wasn't, I'm going to make you fall moves. So like, like what Kyrie's doing and James Harden, no, those are drop moves. Mm -hmm. Like you... Y'all, you guys have drop moves. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, like, that's why I said I'm falling for, you know, sitting here tapping feet. <laughs> Happy feet got me. <laughs> it's called I'm just also, imagining also it in my head. <laughs> but as I said, it was one of those that I fell, and I'm sitting there like, what is this? And I even told him, bro, you suck, bro. You suck. <laughs> Bro, what was that? That's not even basketball. That's not even a basketball move. That's not even who in jab. Who? What is this? It's, it's you know. It's like you know how you like. Come on, you like you. You know how you're taught, right? Yeah. You taught pump fake jab. <laughs> you know, you're thinking um, Carmelo with Zion, jab, jab. Imagine someone just and and, and throwing it here like. But he I'm got so, you. Yeah, that's what I said. I, so, I, I, I dropped. That, that's a sore loser. Yeah, you got like, dropped, then tell yeah. the player who dropped him, he sucked. Yeah, Even yeah. You dropped me with a sorry, unathletic move. What is that? That is that is not basketball. Get out of the game. I say. But he was an irky jerk player. I, I say Alvin Williams one, <laughs> Gilbert Arena zero. Yeah. yeah you and me, them, them, them irky jerk players. They're just, it's just, they're just Rodney right, right, Stucky. Yeah. Players like that. <laughs> what else you got for Agent Zero? I how did you get your, your, how did you build your zone for it, like, every time you play? How did you always get in that zone? Like, how'd you build it? Um, well, see, it's different. It's, you know, because of how AU is now, you're playing your age. Mm -hmm. So back when I was playing, it was more adult league. Yeah. So imagine playing with a grown-up who's, never gonna pass you the ball. Mm -hmm. So what happens is when you do get the ball and they did trust you with the ball, you had to focus to score that. You know, and then from there it's like, you know, so, you know, we played an hour game and they only gave me the ball three times. I had to make good on those three. Yeah. So maybe next week I can get it four get it. times. Mm -hmm. So now every time I got the ball, it was, I had to focus on this is, you know, and then we, you know, we grew up in that Jordan era, so you know, three, two, yeah. one. We get the we get to actually practice. That that's what we did. You guys what Kobe, y'all did the Kobe. Mm -hmm. Kobe, you know. Kobe. But we sat there with the three, two, and just really trying to zone out. Okay, I made one against you, and then oh, you stop me. You, you mm -hmm. know, you just play those games, but you were, you know, gotta remember, at a certain level, it's just all mental. 
Mm-hmm. It just, it just, it's just mental understanding that slow the game down in your mind when it's moving too fast. Yeah. You know what I mean? When it's going chaotic and everyone's screaming and this and this, two seconds on the clock, everybody's yelling. You got to learn how to just slow it all down. Mm-hmm. Slow it down in, in real time, you know, especially on the, on the road. When they're against you, they're booing, zone it out. Zone it out. Just, you know what I mean? Just don't process anything that's coming out and understanding three seconds left. He just said, three seconds left. They're down two. We're down two. He said, no threes. She's aggressive. That means if I pump fake at the three-point line, she's going to jump. I can either get it with the three free throws or I can get, like, you got to learn how to do that in those times. Like, that was that was what I did. Like, I'm I'm sitting there watching what the coach is saying, listening to what he's thinking about saying and saying, okay, down to human behavior. No threes. They're being preached. So he's going to be happy feet on that. All right. So depending on who it is, I'm going to pull up for the three just to pump fake it so he can jump. Now I get to sit at the free throw line for three shots. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just it's just it's just understanding how to just slow it all down. You know what I mean? That's that's it. Because you gotta remember, as fast as you are, when your mind is moving slower, you're gonna be at your best. Because that means every shot you hit, you done seen it before it even went in. Just you know, just that's what I said. That's where that's where you rack up. And then when you start missing, don't think about never think about a miss. That's what, that's part of the game. Yeah. Missing, making, part of the game. You want to just stay even mentally. You know, you go 0 for 10, it don't matter because last four minutes you can go 10 for 10. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And you just want to always, just always be engaged. You know, when the shot's not working, you're doing something, you're doing something else until your your, your shot is up. Uh, you know, they got, you know, like hot water. They finally yeah. got one. Okay, it's hot now. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> and you can even say it, I'm hot now. You know, you can, it's just all just, it's like a switch, just learning how to keep it on and learning how to turn it on when you don't feel like turning it on. Mm-hmm. All right, let's get on on this one for the road. Gil, what do you want to see out of Destiny? Give her a goal. What did you average last year? Average? Stats, let's go. I don't know, shoot. You don't know? Wow. I don't, I don't, I don't really know. look at my stats like that. Triple double. Go to triple double. Pam, mom and dad, triple double. Triple double. You gotta average triple double this year. All right, bet. Oh, I'm gonna post on my Instagram at you. Triple double. So think about what I'm saying. Like, if you don't know what your stats is, but you know you gotta average a triple double, that means on every rebound, mm-hmm. you're there. That's offense and defense. That's that means passing becomes like you that now you're consciously like looking to make plays. So now to to average a triple double, you have to be so aggressive. Because you gotta remember, there's no okay, Steph Curry's coming off. You know, that ain't Steph Curry or Clay yeah. Thompson, though. That's not a guarantee. I make 12 passes, I got 10 shots made. No, 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 no. That's you're playing girls basketball mm-hmm. at 13. So that's 13 roll. That's them shots. That's that's maybe that might be two for 20 right there. But it makes you it makes you go so aggressive to get these little easy dump offs to mm-hmm. get those assists. But you have to now your motor is just running. Yeah. And you know and that's 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 how you challenge yourself for your your eighth grade season. Like yeah, I'm going there. I'm trying to average triple double. You got to remember the only challenge for you would be well, 10 rebounds, 
10 assists. The 20 points is easy. Mm-hmm. That's, that's easy for you. You know what I mean? It's, it's now you just honing in on those two other things. There it is. The bar is high. Yep. Set forth by Gilbert Arenas himself. <laughs> Gil, we got what you, Destiny, you're on the map. You're already playing up, which is a key thing to get better. And you're locked in. You know, you're focused on what you want to improve on and what you got already mm-hmm. uh, to build off of. So you're on your way. Stay locked in. How long are you in Cali for? Uh, I think, what, like two more days? Pretty sure. Uh, were, were you training out here? I was so I pre because I um, asked my coach to probably if we can get a workout in today after okay. this. Because so. I know we, you know, everyone is shutting down, but you know, Cali basketball they just they don't go by no rules. Okay. <laughs> they don't go by no rules. <laughs> them kids is them they in the gyms. That might be off the record. No, that, I'm just saying they in them gyms. All right, stay in the gym. For Gilbert Arenas, thanks for joining us. Destiny, Kai Shi. Get that name out there. Get that name out there. We'll see that someday. We'll continue to watch that. For No Chill, I'm Mike Botticello. Remember, check us out every Monday, 8 p.m. on Fubo. We'll see you next time.